Hello, I am Teresa, a lover of all things birth, and this is a space to come together and hear the most beautiful love stories surrounding birth. A birth story is as healing to tell as it is encouraging to hear. Come along with me to hear empowering birth journeys full of strength, vulnerability, love, and maybe a little meconium. This is Birth Addict. Welcome back, birth addicts. Today we have Brayden on to share her fourth birth story, which was a home birth transfer. Brayden had a very stressful pregnancy, which led to some complications during her birth. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Thank you so much, Brayden, for coming on Birth Addict today to tell your fourth birth story. Can you start by introducing yourself and your family? Yeah, um, my name is Brayden. I have four kids, um, lots of different birth experience. Um, I'm a doula, student midwife, birth educator, all the things. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know a little bit about birth. <laughs> yes, a little bit. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, let's get into finding out you're pregnant or planning your pregnancy that fourth time. <laughs> Okay, so it's a little bit of a crazy story. So um, I literally found out I was pregnant, and then we moved into a camper <laughs> with the three kids <laughs> Wow! Um, in Montana. Yeah. Um, so we were, like, living in a camper, and um, I had planned on just, like, having my baby in my camper. couldn't really, like, know what else to do. <laughs> um, but that, like didn't happen um so yeah just like getting into um the pregnancy and stuff I just like found out I was pregnant just I was living with my mother-in-law at the time that's when I moved into a camper we wanted to buy a house and it was just like my husband got a job offer yada 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 so we were just like living in the camper like the pregnancy was super healthy I saw some midwives in Montana that I absolutely adore (laughs) Maybe the maybe they'll listen to this, but um, yeah, they were super super nice. And then um, I had kind of planned on moving back to Wyoming, where I'm from, um, during my pregnancy, like towards the end when we were by the house. And um, so my pregnancy was very healthy. Um, however, I did go through some bad things during my pregnancy, which. Ultimately, was why I think I ended up in a emergency home birth transfer um, because all my babies, like before this baby, they were like all like super healthy. Like I've had home births in the past um, and everything. So yeah, um, unfortunately though, at um, twenty weeks pregnant, I found out that my dad died. Yeah, so. Yeah, it was like, oh no. I know, it was like pretty, pretty traumatic, Um, especially like the circumstances surrounding his death. So it was by homicide, and my 15 year old brother was the um, like main suspect. So, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of like a really, I feel like that's like a really important um, detail in the story, though, just because like, it might like you might understand like why my birth was so hectic because like I was going through a lot of like stressful things. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, I can't even imagine going through all that and then going through all of it while pregnant as well. Yeah, it was super. Well, it's still super hard. Um, but 
Anyway, uh, we're still, like, going through the um, actual trial and stuff, so I can't really, like, give too many details about that, but I just, like, suddenly just, like, lost, like, two people that I was, like, really, really close to, you know? So it, that, I think, was a huge indicator as to, like, why my birth... I wouldn't say it went bad, but it was so hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, unfortunately, after my dad passed away, we got um, his house in Wyoming, so... Um, we moved it to his house and, um, we ended up, we didn't end up being able to buy a house just because of like the circumstances and stuff. I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to stay here. So everything that was going on, but, um, anyway, so we went, I switched, I transferred care to a midwife in Wyoming who delivered, um, my second baby at home. And she was, like, so incredible. I love her so much. <laughs> um, she's, like, going to be my preceptor whenever I start school again. So I'm really excited about that. But, um, yeah, the thing is, is, like, my pregnancy was so, like, pretty healthy, like, despite, like, everything, like, happening. Like, it was, like, kind of crazy to me. Like, I went the way it went. But um, fast forward to, like, the end of my pregnancy. So something that was, like, really different was I always, like, gave birth like around like 38 to like 40 weeks so it was like kind of early okay with the last three deliveries with this one I actually went to like 41 in some days it was like oh man yeah so how were you feeling at the end then (laughs) um I was pretty miserable actually I don't know if I would say miserable the thing is is like I'm pretty sure it was like my last baby and like I didn't really want to like let that go because it was like Mm -hmm. I love being pregnant, and I love having babies. <laughs> yeah, sounds, but <laughs> same. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a euphoria, and it's just like every single time I have a baby, I swear it's just like a transformative experience. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So forty weeks rolls around, and it was I was also due like around Christmas. I think my due date was like December like twenty third, so like literally around Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm literally gonna have a Christmas baby. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't end up having a Christmas baby, but it was, like, really hard for me to, like, relax at the end, too, um, mm-hmm. just for the pure fact of, like, I was, like, fight, fight or flight mode, and I was, like, really, really scared that something, like, was going to happen to my baby, just because, like, what had happened, like, around 20 weeks, mm-hmm. um, but getting into the actual story, so, um, on December 28th, I had lost my mucus plug, and I was like, yes, this is it. <laughs> this is going to happen. Um, and so I just, like, went to – I started having, like, contractions. And I was like, you know, they're not the real thing until they wake you up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. Um, and I went to bed. And my husband, unfortunately, got off at, like, 1 or 2 in the morning. And I woke up at, like, 3.30 in the morning. And, like, my contractions were, like, picking up. And I, like, timed them for about an hour. And they were, like, just, like, picking up speed. They were about, like, every four minutes they were coming on. Mm-hmm. And my midwife lived, like, let me say she lives, like, two or three hours away. So quite a distance. Yeah. So I made sure to, like, call her, and I sent her. I, like, used a contraction timer, and I, like, sent her a screenshot. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is, like, the real thing. She's like, oh, yeah, I think it is. Um, and nothing, like, felt abnormal Honestly, it was just, like, felt like normal labor. I did say I had, like, a lot of back labor. Um, and then, like, I had some, like, weird, like, sharp pains, like, towards, like, the bottom of my stomach. Okay. Um, 
but you know everything was going fine um my husband got like the birth pool helped me get the birth pool set up as we waited for her um and then she got so this was, i texted her like 4 30 she got there like 7 30 nice. and by this time it was just like they were just like coming on um when she had checked me i want to say i was like maybe like four or five centimeters dilated mm-hmm. um but I had, like, super, super, like, unbearable back labor. Like, the only relief I was getting was from the birth time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the baby sounded good. Like, all my vitals were good. And then, like, within just, like, a couple hours, like, it just, like, didn't go well. Um, I I had called my birth photographer, and she, like, showed up and stuff. And then um, I want to say, like, right around, like, 9, 30, 10, I was, like, at a seven centimeters and um all of a sudden like she couldn't find his heartbeat and I was just like okay uh, <laughs> and so she's like was like sitting there like waiting for it my pulse kept like spiking I think I at one point they had like 163 of like the pulse like it was just like all of a sudden it just like turned like really quick um within just like a couple of hours and then um my midwife couldn't find his heartbeat and she was like well do you want to call the ambulance and I was just like once you said once you're gonna find it like just like through everything I've been through I was like oh my god like my baby's gonna die you know just Mm -hmm. like it was like really yeah um but that didn't end up happening but anyway she um I was like yeah she's like call the ambulance so she called the ambulance and um then she found the heartbeat and it was like like dipping low and like dipping high and she's like well you know you were just a seven not that long ago she's like maybe you're like complete now and maybe you just need to push your baby out and just like she's just like ready to come yeah so she talked to me like one more time and um I was still like a seven seven and a half um so not quite complete so she's like well I hear the heartbeat but I was like ah something just didn't feel right so I was like yeah I'd rather transfer um and so the ambulance showed up and it's like, I live in like rural America and um, the closest hospital was like 30 minutes away. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Luckily the ambulance was like right across the street from the little town I live in. But like, yeah, the nearest hospital was still like a 30 minute drive. Mm. And um, so the ambulance got there right away. But then um, because it's like so small, it was just like firefighters. Mm-hmm. and um they weren't like actual EMTs I guess so mm-hmm. they were like it was like a little bit hectic and they're like oh my gosh like what do we do and she like oh no delivers in the ambulance and my husband like offered to she's like I'll just ride with you and if like she delivers in the like ambulance it's like, like not a big deal yeah so she she rode with me oh that's super, good super, <laughs> yeah, super grateful for that but then they wanted me to like turn over on my back but I was like having such bad back labor that I just like insisted on being my hands and knees and I was like riding on like the stretcher like on my hands and knees like you're not touching me like I cannot (laughs) move like if you like touch me it's gonna be excruciating and um I just remember like they had to stop a few times to like it was where the EMTs like literally like met them but they must have been on call or something so like met them as you're like driving there like we pulled over three times oh wow (laughs) yeah well like EMTs like talked in like the um ambulance but um all was well but I do just remember just like really just like 
coming like inside, you know, like coming like really like in here because like everything around me was like hectic. And I was like, okay, focus. Mm-hmm. And I just like started like slowly, just like I wouldn't say pushing, but just like kind of like grunting mm-hmm. baby down. Uh, it just felt like really good to do that. And then um, by the time I got to the hospital, the OBGYN she met me at the emergency room door and she was like listen like I don't know what's going on but when I was briefed like your baby like heartbeat was like tanking she's like and if things aren't looking good we're gonna get you to like triage and if things aren't looking good you might have to have a c-section and I'm like oh <laughs> you know like after having you know three or four or this is my fourth baby I was like oh c-section like it's like something I'd never had you know ever considered yeah um but anyway, we get into the room and it's just like hectic. There's like three anesthesiologists, like the EMTs like tried to like place IV and they couldn't, or they did, but then I had like three more placed along the way. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my it was gosh. Like, <laughs> it was so hectic. And it was like, I want to say like 20 nurses. No, it was 20, but there was like 10 nurses, like three doctors, like three OBGYNs, um, two anesthesiologists, like, CNAs, like, literally, like, like, the whole labor and delivery unit was in my hospital Oh, my God. Along with my husband and my midwife. And, um, yeah, it was just, like, chaotic, crazy. Um, but, um, they, so I got there, I want to say, just, like, a couple minutes before 11 o'clock in the morning, and I had him by, like, 11.06. Oh. So, like, yeah, like, I just, like, barely, like, they checked me, and they're, like, you're a 10, but his, like, his heartbeat was, like, still, like, dropping and, like, not coming back up, so, like, you have to push him out, like, right now, otherwise, like, it's not going to, like, otherwise, you're gonna have to go in for a C-section, and they're, like, we're just gonna have to, like, knock you out. Oh, my gosh, the pressure. I know, and I was just, like, looking at, like, my midwife, and I'm, like, okay, whatever, and so I just, like, Push. Like, and that, the thing is, I didn't, like, have an urge to push, but, like, they said, oh, you're, like, I think they said I had, like, a nine and a half, all words of ten, but I have a cervical lip or something. So, I was, like, pushing, and she was, like, pushing the lip over as I was, like, pushing that. It was awful. Um, yeah, it just, from going from, like, having, like, completely, like, non, you know, like, medical deliveries to, like, this was just, like, a whole new thing. But, anyway, I ended up having him, like, within, like, I want to say, like, four or five minutes of, like, getting into the triage room. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and he came out, and he wasn't quite breathing. He was, like, he wouldn't take his, like, breath. Like, he was, like, alert, but he, like, wouldn't take a breath. Um, And then he finally did take a breath. And you would think all was well. Um, They did have to give him a little bit of oxygen and stuff. And I was, like, okay, you know, that hectic craziness is over. Like, this is fine. Um. But that did not happen. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, after that, um, my, uh, my my midwife, like, left. She's like, I'm so glad you're okay. Like, my husband was like, oh, my gosh. So he's, like, exhausted because he had only had, like, one hour of sleep. He's like, oh. Right. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, me too. I'm so glad it's over with. Like, he's all good. And then I, like, went to the bathroom. And then, like... The nurse helped me. She's like, your bleeding works fine. Um, and then we ordered food. And then literally as we ordered food, I, like, stood up. And it was just, like, got, like, blood just, like, gushed out. Like, I was, like, standing oh, in like, a pool of my blood. Yeah. Oh, and man. I, 
yeah, it was like, oh no. And so I like told, I asked the nurse, and plus I had like three pads on. I was like, is this like normal? Like I'm literally just having to pull my blood to look down. She's like, this is not normal. And she had to call like the OBGYN back in. And the OB, she was so awesome. Like for, you know, I was, I'm like really scared of doctors and I would like, I really, really appreciated this woman. She was like so nice. Like I remember like when I, we first transferred in, she was like, I want like she's my midwife. She's like, I want you to be like comfortable. Like we're a team. Like Aww. if there's any like if there's like ever like any emergency, she's like, I want you to feel comfortable. Like utilizing our services. Like she was awesome. That's was, amazing. Like, yeah, especially when there's like that rift between like OBs and like midwives. It was just like okay, this lady's awesome, incredible. Yeah. And yeah, so I started like bleeding, and. She was like, oh my gosh. So she got like the ultrasound machine out and she was like looking in there and she's like, there, she's like, you have so many blood clots. She's like, we're going to have to like do a DMT. Like you're literally hemorrhaging. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. She's like, we're going to have to do a DMC like right away. Um, and of course they call the anesthesiologist. The anesthesiologist is busy with another C-section. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So she's like, I'm going to have to like, do this manually and yeah she had to like stick her entire like hand up there and just like scrape all of those blood clots out and it was like awful because like I had just had gotten stitches but everything was fine and as she was like up there she just like tore all the stitches out, like open it was oh my yeah. god that sounds excruciating yeah it was so 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 painful um so after all that happened um the bleeding still didn't stop um and the anesthesiologist by that time had been done and they were like do you still in the operating room and she's like yes because she's like she's like the like worst piece of the area she's like when we're in there if i can't get it to stop bleeding you're probably gonna have to have a full hysterectomy um yeah whoa and I was like, oh, no. And I, like, called my mom, and I was, like, sobbing. And I'm like, because my mom had a hysterectomy when she was, she had, like, cervical cancer. And I was like, I don't know what to expect. You know, like, this is awful. Like, I was like, I'm not ready to be so happy. I don't know if I'm ready to be happy kids yet. I think I am, but, like, you just never know. Yeah. And I was like, this is awful. And she was just like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. And I... My anxiety was, like, at an all-time low, and I made them give me, like, anxiety medication because, like, I don't know, I have, like, a fear of surgeries in general and just, like, mm-hmm. hospitals in general. And so I was just like, yeah, you have to give me all of the, um, all of the medication so I don't, like, you know, have to be awake while you guys are doing this. Yeah. Um, but she, and I was awake, but I just had, like, anxiety meds. But she, um, when we went back there, and she was able to clear all out. I didn't have to have a hysterectomy, thank God. Um, yeah. And then, once again, I thought all was well. We, like, got all tucked into our, like, hospital room. I was like, oh, my gosh. That was a shit show. And then the nurse came in. And she was like, oh, I'm so glad you're okay. And she, like, took my vitals. And I spiked a fever. And I had a uterine infection. And I'm... Not sure if I had it, like, while I was having them, because I did have, like, some abnormal pains, like, under, like, underneath my, um, I don't know, kind of just, like, underneath my belly a little bit, mm-hmm. or it could have been just because, like, I literally, I mean, I don't, I forget what the actual word is called, I'm, like, 
having a brain fart, but like I had a or manual like manual fundle or something like that, that's what it's called. Okay. Um, where they like go in and do it all manually, you know, just all that like bacteria entering your mm. uterus. But Yeah. Yeah, so I had to just stay for like two, three days and get like antibiotics but after that all was fine so this is a little bit crazy <laughs> I will say I really did appreciate like the hospital staff and stuff because they were all very nice and like the OBGYN came in after the hecticness was all done and she's like I just want you to take care of yourself she's like PTSD and birth is like a real thing mm-hmm. she's like just make sure that like you're like if you need help to like contact our office you know all of that so I did really appreciate it how are you feeling postpartum then with all everything that happened? How are you healing like physically and mentally and emotionally? Um, the physical part was a bit rough. Um, I had never pushed out a baby on like in stirrups on my back ever. I've always done like hands and knees. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of rough. Um, it just like really hurt my tailbone. Like my tailbone was sore. He's five months now and it was sore for like, four months like I always oh. thought I'd broken it at one point yeah um but I don't think I did it feels a lot better now and I don't know that was like the biggest thing with the tailbone but as far as like mentally I actually feel pretty good like for, even though I was like really hectic and stuff like I just felt good because everybody like I had like they just like really took care of me you know mm-hmm. emotionally which I think helped a lot is where like with my previous birth, um, it like wasn't like that. And even though like that one was very normal and like natural, it was just like the experience itself was like not good as far as like the midwife and the mm. hospital staff and stuff. So yeah, I think definitely the support you have can make a huge difference, no matter what kind of experience you have. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to add about? the birth postpartum breastfeeding if you did that or um any advice you would have for pregnant moms or someone planning a home birth um I would take my like my story with like a grain of salt like what I've gone through is like not normal like especially like with home birth because as I've said before I've had a home birth and it was like one of like the most like healing like powerful experiences of my life um and I would just, like, really find a provider that you click well with, you know? Like, just that, you know, will take care of you. Um, I'm so, like, I love home birth. I'm still, like, I'm still going to, like, go to school, be a midwife and all that. So, um, and then breastfeeding, I don't really, as far as, like, breastfeeding goes, I don't really know any advice. It's just, I think it's just such a beautiful thing. I love breastfeeding. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brayden, for coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brayden, for coming on and sharing your birth story. And thank you to all the listeners for supporting the podcast, sharing it with your friends, reviewing it on Apple or Spotify or wherever you are listening. Don't forget to go check out at Birth Addict on Instagram, birthaddict.com, and come hang out with us on patreon.com slash birthaddict for all those extra bonus episodes and perks. See you next time, birth addicts.